Welcome to the Texas Law Dog Podcast, the home of truther crime comedy. Join us as we venture into a behind-the-scenes look at the nitty-gritty of the Texas criminal justice system and offer politically incorrect takes on all things news and politics around the world. The Texas Law Dog identifies as an entertainment comedy podcast run by an LLC slash dog hybrid corporation protected by Citizens United and is definitely not a legal podcast hosted by an actual human being. By listening to this comedy podcast, you agree to the following. Content provided on this podcast and or wherever else found is for information comedic purposes only. Any consumer of said content implicitly agrees to never construe any and all content as any form of direct or indirect legal advice. Only as informational, sarcastic, and comedic constitutionally protected speech and expression. Some information may be factual. All guests who have agreed to use their real names and likenesses do not endorse, support, or approve of any of the content or material contained in this show outside of their own statements and opinions in their respective interviews. All views and opinions expressed by the Texas Law Dog reflect the opinions of Texas Law Dog LLC, an entertainment company formed and operated under Texas law and all content should be construed only as sarcastic comedic jokes, should not be taken literally, should be ignored, and should never be construed as formal or informal legal advice by a practicing or disbarred attorney in any United State. What's up, boys and girls? Episode 17, part two, Boyle Comedy. It is comedy hour indeed. This is the meat and potatoes of the interview. I don't want to waste too much time but I want to get right back into it. First of all, I recorded my interview with Bo. I got his team name wrong. He's on the Sloppy Bowl Jobs, not the Glory Bowls, which is their sister team. And uh, his husband actually bowls on the other team so that they can keep it competitive. And I, I love them so much. It was a great interview. It wasn't really that comedic, but it was extremely insightful conversation between a straight guy who used to be ignorant and a gay guy who's always been pretty woke. So it was very interesting, and I really, really appreciated Bo for taking some time with me today at his place of work. That will drop, that interview with Bo, just a couple of sassy bitches shooting the shit, will drop on Friday, May 28th at noon. So be looking forward to that. And then I believe the next guest I'm going to have on after that is a crazy, crazy veteran friend of mine. He has A lot of PTSD, so you're going to have to be very patient with him, but he is quite a treat. He is coming on here to smear Bo Bergdahl. I didn't even remember who that was, but he had sent me a reminder that he demanded to be on the podcast, so we're going to give him a shot, and uh, the listeners can decide what they think of Steve. He, in all seriousness, is a great guy and my like number two golfing partner, so We were unemployed at the same time pretty much last year, so we just played a bunch of cheap munis together. I can't wait to uh, shoot the shit with him. He can't wait to come on and, as he said, eviscerate the fuck out of me with some truth. And those are his words, not mine. So be looking forward to that probably the following week, which will be June the 4th. So the guy behind the corporation, the, uh, the Wizard of Oz, has had a crazy last couple of months from like almost not having a place to live to finally by the grace of god having a place to live if you're trying to buy out there good fucking luck you better have cash bitches because this market's fucked man it is like 
our realtor was like, yep, never been like this in about 35 years. Everybody from fucking California, New York, you know, that's like any semblance of conservative was like, fuck this shit. They are all flocking here. They better not bring their fucking politics with them. Uh, guys, we're going to go over, you know, some ground rules for living in Texas, probably with the coyote in the uh, next episode or a future episode. But that is going to be an issue. People are being priced out of being able to buy anything. There's no inventory because anyone that sells better have fucking cash or they ain't going to be able to buy a place for themselves. So anyway, I, uh, I'm looking forward to all those future episodes. The show is, I'm still looking for a producer so that I can fucking just talk and I don't have to actually, I literally do everything, chop it, all of it right now. I don't have any help. So I need help. I will pay for fucking help. Excuse me. I just, I'm going through some puberty. Yeah, guys, I really need, I need you guys to like spread the word. If you enjoy the content, just tell someone to subscribe to it. We're getting slow and steady numbers up, but I, I just think that, you know, a podcast that concentrates on eviscerating Republicans and Democrats, probably not that popular because most people are one or the other. So I understand that nobody really wants to hear what I have to say, but uh, the backlash is starting, guys. Like Publix came out and was like, we're uh, we're mandating vaccines for our employees. And they, the people in Florida weren't very, very happy about that. So I don't know if they're going to reverse it, but we'll see if if the corpse holds strong on their positions, they do run the government in the show. So who fucking knows? There's too much good in my life happening for me to, other than joke about it and, and make light of it on the show, I, I really, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Nobody seems to care until people care. You know, I'll just keep doing this and I don't care if anyone listens or not. If fucking three people listen, I'll keep doing it. So I, if it's two, I don't want to do it anymore, but three, I'm in. So guys, without further ado, part two of Boyle, and we will be back next Friday. Be sure to subscribe to Boyle at Boyle Comedy, B-O-Y-L-E Comedy. He's got his podcast, I'm Quitting Alcohol, on Apple, Spotify, I think. And he has just started a Patreon. He has like three tiers on there, and the second tier is the one I subscribe to because it includes the police interrogation video of him on mushrooms it's fucking one of the most disturbingly hilarious things i've ever watched and bonus video is a 50 minute cut up of his wedding which really is i you just got to see it if you i mean i don't know there's no words really for it but it's fucking hilarious and then of course next week we have bo from the sloppy bowl jobs who they beat us in the championship last year and it was a crushing defeat by one pin we lost. Um, probably the toughest load, excuse me, toughest loss I ever had to swallow. And I mean, I truly just couldn't bear witness. But now they're, they joined us at the bottom of the table this year. Um, you know, we're basically right out of relegation territory uh, into the into like the, the night owl league. I'm just kidding. There's no relegation, but there should be in league bowling. Anyway, it's going to be a good time had by all. I am your favorite corporation. I deliver comedic, sarcastic nonsense to you. Please don't think I'm a lawyer. I'm not. I dropped out of law school after one semester. I'm a fucking moron. I know nothing. I'm just a comedian who is joined right now again by the Australian comedian. Like the guy, probably one of the top Australian stand-up comedians, honestly. And the only reason we got the interview is because Corporate Coyote 
hit him up on his recent relapse. So tune in, you're about to hear about it. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're back live. Live. We're back live with Boyle. Uh, we were talking about Australian crank, and yeah. uh, we had a little technical issue there, but uh, we are back. So the audio is going to sound different as well. I'm on my wife's computer. It sounds much crisper and clearer. Her, her, oh, her does name? it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds great. Yeah, you're no longer David. You're... Are you using Windows 95 and getting blue screen or? <laughs> nah. Yeah, that's. Can you pronounce that name? Uh, Vaishaka. Yeah, sort of. Okay, thanks. Quite Coyotes initiate. He's just initiated prima nocta. I, and... I I should be better with that. In my actual job, I deal with uh, Indian development teams all the time. You talk yeah. to Boyle. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You talk to Boyle. Yeah, I heard that Boyle uh, wants comedy shit on him. He just joined a company and they wanted the diversity, so they hired him. And he's actually talking to Americans now. Boyle, you wanted you want to do development as your side hustle? Fuck that! I don't want a side hustle. Hey, hey, Boyle, can you give me a sample of the calls you get from Americans? Hey, tech support. Let's get back into it. So drugs. Drugs, yeah. yeah. Okay. Favorite uh, subject. Basically, yeah. We'll just. Start yeah, it was shit. It was the shit coke in uh, Australia. Yeah. Right. So three hundred fifty dollars doing... a gram. <laughs> Wait, how much was a gram? Three hundred fifty a gram for shit coke. <laughs> three hundred fifty yeah. Australian dollars or U.S. dollars? Yeah. So it ends up being about two eighty or something like that U.S. Dude. dollars. That that's more than an eight ball over that's here. That's four times markup street label here, probably. Yeah, and yeah, and you'll be getting times. and you'll be getting better shit. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Even the so, even the shit coke I got in Notre Dame. <laughs> so so what I did, so what I did when I was younger and what uh, quite a lot of Australians do is in like I wanted to start doing cocaine. That was like a life goal for me. And it's a good of, one. <laughs> well, you got to do it at some point, don't you? Oh, and, yeah. Well, uh, Tim Dillon started at 13, you know, so he's 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 one of those comedians that was like that, you know? Yeah. And then you quit at like 18. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a but, pussy. Yeah. Well, I don't know how I don't know how a 13 year old can do that in Australia. It's just not even possible. You strike me yeah. as a, a garbage can boil. You would get drunk and whatever was offered. Whatever to you, you could would find. Be, yeah. Be cool as, uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't give a shit once I was yeah. but the Did you ever work like an honest job before you were a comedian? Um uh, I know you I like to call them like uh <laughs> workies or wait, what are they called? The guys that work on the uh like a construction, what are they called? Oh, tradies. Yeah. Tradies. Tra yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you ever a tradie? I operated cranes and I was a rigger, like a steel rigger. All of this is very, like, loose. I I can operate a crane, but I wouldn't call myself a crane operator. You wouldn't call yourself a craney? No, no. <laughs> it's always great. 
It's always great to have a drunk operating a crane. <laughs> yeah, how drunk were you while you were operating the crane? Yeah. Were you it, like it, that kid that just got kicked off of YouTube for swinging his friend around and almost killing him, David Dobrik? I, I wasn't. I wasn't far off some of that shit. Drunk and texting while operating the crane. <laughs> You're a drunk texting crane operator. <laughs> Which is most of them. Were they mostly <laughs> pics of you operating the crane, like, but you were kind of naked? Oh, uh, man, I, I just, I had to get out of that. Otherwise, I eventually would have killed someone, I think. I, I was just, <laughs> it's like legitimately, you would have gotten them sued. No, seriously, because I just didn't give a fuck anymore. And that's when, you, when you're carrying like fucking, when you're lifting like six and a half ton over people's head, which you're not meant to do, but... Yeah, it starts getting a little hairy, and I'm barely concentrating because I don't give a shit. So yeah, it was good that I got out of it anyway. The pandemic <laughs> actually kept me, kicked me out of it. Yeah, so really, that's when it kind of like you were like, I'm starting a podcast. This is what's going to make me stop drinking. Yeah, I mean, coming to us all the way from here. Yeah, <laughs> give him a break. You're back. good now. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't touch anything. Oh. Was that my you, fault? You, no, you should probably bitch at your wife about that. No, no, no. Don't do that. <laughs> that's a mistake. I'm hey, a guy that's think. freshly, freshly. I got divorced like four years ago, but I'm about to get married again. It's like the girl I wish I had found first. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> I, don't think I, I don't think I'm getting a divorce, which is awesome. Exactly. Well, your current <laughs> wife there, corporate. <laughs> that was that was 50-50 a couple of weeks ago, though, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it was man. getting kind of dicey. Yeah, for the listeners, I had a little bit of a whoopsies with my sobriety. Tell us gonna... more. Uh, well, I, I was training for a marathon, uh, and there's this, this drug called Kratom, uh, which, like, it's over-the-counter, and they say it's like a natural supplement, but it's a fucking opioid. So like I've started, I started, I started chipping in a little bit for my legs for the runs. I'm like, ah, let me run a little harder. And like, you know, makes me feel a little better after, but they have like extracts of it, which are fucking potent. Like you take one and it feels like you're taking like, like a 10 milligram Vicodin. So I started on those and that's when like the train was, yeah, dude, like. Because people, people talk about Kratom, like it's a you can just take it willy-nilly and then no. get off it and it's going to be fine no that's bullshit that's they're being they're they're being uh isn't kratom like a chinese herb they're, they're, like isn't it from nature are they yeah. justifying their drug <laughs> yeah their drug abuse? no the, no it's the people being dishonest about it like if okay. you do like i i've gone through kratom withdrawal it's just like painkiller withdrawal really yeah, dude. Like, if you do enough of it, like, you shit, like, will shit constantly. You'll get the sweats. Like, you'll get the runny nose. You get all of that shit. I mean, it's not as bad as, like, going through oxy withdrawal, but it's a weak opioid. It straight up is. And here's the deal. Like, back in January, my neighbor, she, she died, unfortunately. She was 90 and had, uh, like, lung cancer. And I went out and, like, I went to throw, like, some beers in her garbage can because she was dead. Who gives a fuck, right? Uh, and I opened it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> I, I, insensitive. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a comedy podcast, so fuck you. <laughs> so I, I opened up her, her garbage can. And Did you stone cold him at least? 
<laughs> all in of honor can- of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, all all of her cancer drugs are in the garbage can. I'm talking like Dilaudid, Oxy's, fucking liquid hydrocodone. Like it was a drug addict treasure chest. Like you saw this in the trash can. Yeah, all of it. And this so is when I had it, obviously, right? No, I didn't. Like this is before I started touching kratom. Like, like I was completely sober. Like I looked at it, I shut it, I took a picture of it on my phone. I showed her. Showed, showed <laughs> Does her, that get you high, <laughs> dude? I I had dreams about fucking trash can. Like literally had dreams about it. That is and, literally a dream. Yeah, oh, it was that's a, a dream. Wet dream, baby. Yeah, no, like, and here's the fucked up thing. I found out on like a Friday or Saturday and our trash pickups on a Thursday. So I was like rolling around in my bed. I'm like, I can still get them. I can still get them. But I didn't you like, it. you watch the trash, the, the trash collector pick it up and you like cried and wave goodbye. It's like Dave Chappelle and Half Baked. Like, it's like Kirk's trying to grab it. Or did you no. go run and like were you gonna I thought you were gonna get to the point where you offer the trash man that's driving the truck like a hundred dollars to stop so you okay. can go and feel Dick pain Curry. about digging it out of there? I wasn't far from that man, but like so like I don't blame so you, I started man. taking Kratom like for my runs like for like two weeks and like it, how like did, how did how did you justify that? I'm like it's weak, like it's not gonna trigger me, like you know, whatever. I'm like, it like it's not oxy or it's not it's not Vicodin, whatever. So had you had you tried the kratom before you got sober? Yeah, I had. So you knew what it was. Yeah, totally. I would actually okay. take I would take kratom in between when I couldn't get drugs because like it would stop me from getting withdrawals and stuff. So we I call I, corporate I, coyote a bargaining addict. Yeah. So so I knew I was getting myself into. So I so went that to Col- was the start of the slippery slope. It was. It was. Okay. So I went to Colorado for a camping trip, and I opened up like a like a closet door for uh, to get towels, and there was a bottle of hydrocodone with with three of them in there, staring me in the face, and I was like fuck yeah that's gonna like i was me like fuck yeah it's gonna make my camping trip better and i i replaced them with tylenol and uh i was like i wonder what else they have in the house and i meet like the attic switch totally like flipped on and uh so i went into their bathroom and found like 20 codeine also so i've switched those out with aspirin and put those in my pocket and apparently like so Great like addict move. so 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 we you went. immediately stashed five of them underneath the table wig <laughs> no so i took them all and uh like i immediately pop like like four coating and uh so, so so we go so i took all these in 24 hours and that boyle's gonna find this funny so like we go on a like a drive up into the mountains and i'm on my i'm in a van i'm in a launcher in the back of the car uh, like yeah. sliding around and I have my phone and this is when I like started texting you Boyle on Instagram like I'm highest <laughs> I'm highest fucking back of, Wait, I didn't back of a van this. Yeah, this is how we high. got him on yeah so, <laughs> Great. That's, a, that, Thanks, that's when man. I like messaged him like out of a whim I like I had a little painkiller confidence I'm like hey I like this guy I'm gonna like hit him up so like 
yeah, like I took painkillers all day. I went fishing, like I drank beers on them. It was fucking awesome. And I have one of these Fitbits and uh, like I went to bed and I slept on the ground outside. I woke up and I had the best sleep score I'd ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. So we get back to their place and I go, I go for a run. And actually on my run, I was listening to uh, I'm Quitting Alcohol, <laughs> funny <That's> enough. <laughs> and I get back and uh, there's no one in the house. And on the, the table, there is the hydrocodone bottle. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And apparently she saw the, our friend saw me steal them. So long story short, uh, I was busted. And yep, that's how that and, happened. And she just kicked you straight out. Yep. She, she, she was like, so like I, I had a huge launch for work the next day and I was at their, the friend's house. So like we weren't leaving until Monday night. So like I had probably one of the top five achievements in my like professional career the next day, which I pulled off. Like I have always done as a drug addict and yeah. Yeah. So, and she, she was like, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, Oh, I guess I'll go back to my addiction psychiatrist. I'll double down on therapy. Like maybe I'll start going back to meetings. And she's like, no, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. She's like, you need to get the fuck out of the house. And yeah, I was like, oh, oh, shit. So I went to go stay with my parents. Did it now, boy. I went to go stay with my parents, which sucked because I have issues with them. But my grandfather was in town, so it gave me a good excuse, too. So, yeah, that was a whole thing. But we're, we're back on the right track. She's still sleeping in the other bed, but that's also because she feels like shit because she's fucking pregnant. So yeah. I'm a, well, the I'm mere a, smell of you detests her. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dickhead. Did any? A, did the pregnancy? No, I mean the pheromones. What's are up? You ner- are you nervous about pregnancy or about having a kid? So the reason I started taking kratom is because uh, we had two miscarriages. Okay. And yeah. uh, I was bummed out about that, and I was just like, you know. I actually started running for the marathon because I like, thought I was, this was a comedy podcast. Yeah, fuck. What's going on? <laughs> Your words, not mine. God, I didn't. I didn't. Didn't know this is an interview of me as being a drug act. But Boyle know. just fucking like he just he just uh, catch a predator in your ass. I, yeah, I, I like to. I like to get to the bone of what's going on. Well, Boyle's real. He loves like he's like I want to know. <laughs> how so, bad you really were <laughs> no 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 so i'll break it down so like we had like the two miscarriages and then like i was super ready on the first and then the second one happened and then when the, we got pregnant the third time i'm like i don't know if this is really real so it like it didn't really click um and then yeah when my wife's like you're a fucking piece of shit like yeah. uh, like it started to kick in and then like you know like like two weeks ago, we went to the get an ultrasound and I could see the heartbeat. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's on for real now. So, no, that's dude. A like, that's a moment it, when, when you can see the heart and the hands and shit. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, what, it wasn't like real like it was the first time for me. So, like, I was like kind of in denial that she was actually pregnant. But now that yeah. I saw, see the heartbeat, I'm like, dude, I am totally. I She's remember like, 
She's like, how do I know like this is never gonna happen again? I'm like, this will not happen again. Like I am fucking on board. It's like I was 20 yeah. months, 21 months sober too. So I remember the first kid I had, my my son, I was a drunken mess. And we went in for a scan and I think it was like eight weeks or something like that. So I was expecting it to still be like come pretty much. Yeah. And in, and an egg and we went in there and there was a fucking heartbeat and there was little hands and shit and i was like holy fuck this is real now it kicks you in the nuts real hard you're like this is on i'm gonna be the same when i picked up my dogs yeah (laughs) that's cool (laughs) did you come in more real than that did you come inside another dog and create a dog that you became your dog? Oh, please stop treating me like I'm Joe Biden. <laughs> this podcast went in a different direction than I expected. Yeah, it did. It's a comedy. It's, it's a comedy. It's a comedic tragedy. Let's say it's Shakespearean, I suppose. Yeah. So I'll bring it back just in case, because I, uh, like, I don't want to leave a story open-ended, but I'll tell you what Australians do instead of doing cocaine in australia so how do you get fucked up like what's your version (laughs) no because so so okay so hey look mr corporate let's just put a cap on that shut it down (laughs) go back to talking about drugs first drugs and comedy Yes. I mean, this is all comedy, guys. Let's go. Who cares? Yeah, we need yeah. to crank some fucking comedy in there. We need to crank we've, some crank and then we'll get back on this Zoom shit. We've, we've had 15 deaths, three miscarriages, fucking addiction. Yeah, dude, no. I lost all my money last year. I was on unemployment. It's just been gravy. I lost my job, too. I was on unemployment. Yeah, dude. It's been rough. Just a it's few a losers, ex-addicts having a chat. Yes, yes it is. We are. <laughs> You know, well, though, it's it's guns. fine. It's fine. We're, we are, you know, what was that quote? I'll think about it while y'all talk. Yeah, so the cocaine thing for me, what I did when I was in my early 20s, early mid-20s was I wanted to do cocaine. I knew Australian cocaine was fucking shit and it's too expensive. So I just saved up a bunch of money and went straight to South America and spent a bunch of months in south america with a bunch this- of months <laughs> yeah like, tell okay. us about like tell me your funniest thing that so happened so you went america. on a you went on a cocaine pilgrimage it yeah was. you literally went to the mecca you that were was, like take me to pablo escobar that was the only thing i was thinking about i didn't give a sh- <laughs> I, I didn't even I honestly you watched one episode of Narcos and you're like, I'm out of here. I'm straight to South America, baby. You're I like, didn't ooh, even the, know what the culture. I didn't know what fucking countries I was going to. <laughs> honestly, so where'd you book your first flight to? I I flew into Argentina. This is legitimately what happened. I flew into Argentina, and I got off the plane and I just started asking people at the hotel about coke. And they were like, it's quite hard to get in Argentina. You like the concierge? Like just yeah. some some other idiot in a hostel. So okay. you're like, so if it's hard to get here, where do I need to go? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. I waited for my friend to turn up and I'm like, let's get the fuck out of this country. <laughs> let's go to so Bolivia. Go? We went to Bolivia. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. 
And soon, like, we got into La Paz in Bolivia, which mm -hmm. is, like, fucking, it's one of the highest major city in the world or something like that. And within about an hour or two hours, we'd bought, like, 10 grams of Coke. And we would... <laughs> you joined the rest of the population and you two were in the highest. Wait, wait, wait. So how, how much was 10 grams of Coke in Bolivia? Oh, man, it was, like, I think it was... Less than ten dollars a gram. They probably oh. paid you to take it off of them. <laughs> we have too much of this. But, but so you got ounce, more than a quarter ounce of coke for a hundred bucks for ten yeah. USD. I made I made all my money, all my money for the flights back. That would have cost me three and a half grand in Australia. So wait, I mean, did you did you bring it back to Australia? Where yeah, you don't have to say yes or no, but you can just say that you had a friend that was. Did you, did you swallow some rubbers? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck. By the time I left South America, I wasn't fucking doing anything. Oh, okay. But, so you had just done it all yourself. And the, the cocaine in Bolivia sends you insane as well. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what like the, who did you do it with? Did you do it by yourself when you are in Bolivia? I just did it all the time. It didn't matter who, <laughs> didn't matter who where I was. was. How I old just, were you? Uh, how old was I? I think I was about 24 at the time, maybe 25. Oh, that's prime age to do coke. Yeah, maybe that's, 25. Uh, that's, but, that, that's your stride for coke snorting. The Bolivian stuff, I don't know. It was it was treated with petrol. Like it had this particular smell to it and it was more rock than powder. So you would do it. But after a certain point, you literally went insane. Like insane like pcp thought, where you're violent like paranoid and shit yeah paranoid schizophrenic i had i had maybe about four or five episodes where i just like thought, episodes thought aka stuff. sessions <laughs> <laughs> oh there was some big my mate had to my mate had to leave me at one point i was down in this uh i was down in this drug den <laughs> In Bolivia, it's called Route 66. As you do. <laughs> <laughs> and you you um you can do coke on the table there. Like it's it behind the like bar, in public. Yeah, in public people are, but it, <laughs> like like kind of daycare. <laughs> but it the bar moved around all the time, so you had to get word where the bar was because awesome. someone shut it down. I spent I spent three days and two nights down there. My mate left me after like a day and a half, but I was going in and out of like psychosis. I thought the guys in there were fucking going to kill me. And then I'd ride that out for like five hours, five hours of full blown schizophrenia. <laughs> you you might've been right. <laughs> no, I think I was right. I, I've looked back on You're it. You're about doing... five days away from becoming a body dude. <laughs> yeah. I've looked back on it in a, mil a million times. There was this one guy who was like legitimately felt like I was, he was going to kill me, but uh, I wrote it out. I was, he legitimately uh, was. <laughs> and then, yeah, he legitimately was going to kill me. Wait, but, so how long did it take for the psychosis to go away? Because flow doesn't last that long. As soon as that guy went away. <laughs> it was, no, it doesn't last that long, but I never stopped doing blow. So, so <laughs> you just took less even no not less even mid psychosis i was still racking up i was still doing lines okay so go on though so you went from bolivia went so you went back to australia so, 
like what was it like when you got back from south america were you like fuck this this is stupid or what oh then i did coke a few times after that the peruvian stuff after bolivia i went to peru and that's where you get the real good shit i I, that's where i had one of the best times in my life i was doing it flat out i was doing it all the time and it was great stuff and it just no psychosis it was just yeah when you get really good i've never had psychosis when you have really good coke you can go to bed after it yeah we were just we were just doing it and we would do it all night in peru and then catch a taxi back to the wherever we were staying and the taxi all the taxi drivers are fucking dealers so you buy a few grams off them go back keep partying and then just crash out wake up the next morning fucking fine i was fine Uh, we did did this for like over a month every night what yeah we did how are you alive boyle i was (laughs) i was in mud i was in cusco for like five weeks and I never even got to Machu Picchu. Because <laughs> you were too fucked up on coke, you would have fallen I didn't, off. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I went back years later. I went back the next year, actually. But um, So you got yeah. to see, like, the temples and this like, old yeah, stuff? Yeah, it's, and do not miss that if you ever get the chance. It's no, man, that's, that's literally what the aliens <laughs> built that, which, was, which brings me to our next point, is that we, we need to make a pact, is if the aliens come, that we're going to go out in a blaze of glory when we, we were gonna have to find somewhere maybe in the middle of the atlantic i in the middle i, th- I think with our guns we are already primed to go out in the blaze of glory dude that's true yeah <laughs> you're gonna see the law dog on instagram live confronting guys in you know suits who were there to meme patrol so Boyle, it seems like you've traveled a fuck ton dude yeah where haven't you been yeah that i did that was the only thing. That was the only wise decision I made. Have you been to the states? Yeah, yeah, I've been to the states a couple of times. What'd you do? Did you go like Milwaukee? <laughs> <laughs> um, I I spent I spent a couple of weeks in LA. I I've been I've been all over. I've oh, you haven't of, been to America. You've been to fake America. No, nah, no, nah, I I I did a bit of traveling around the states. I went uh where have i been I, I went la san francisco san diego las vegas miami orlando <laughs> fort lauderdale New York, you just Philly. saw the corporate bastardized version of america <laughs> by mentioning all of those cities <laughs> yeah you go to disneyland <laughs> you go to disney world and disneyland no i i don't see sites when I was traveling, I were just, you just doing coke in all of those states? I was just trying to get fucked up. <laughs> were you doing? Were, were you at least doing stand up? I did. I did a gig at the uh, Laugh Factory. In oh shit! Nice. When? Yeah. Oh man, that that was a long time ago. That was, was that set online ago. anywhere? No, no, no. That was that was early on. This is when I was young. This is that would have been about 10, 11 years ago. That. But a couple of years ago, I was in New York and I did a couple of gigs there. Just just a bar gig. And um, uh, who are some, some of your sh- favorite American comedians? Right uh, now, I, I like I love like stand up, stand up. 
Yeah. Well, it could stand be stand-up. Yeah, because I guess podcasts are, you know, it's just, it's stand-up. No, really. comics. It's stand-up, comics, stand-up. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Po- well, podcasting doesn't count. I think... <laughs> you know, oh, you know man, I'm not a comedian, man. Do you know Kurt Metzger? <laughs> yes, oh, love yeah. Kurt yeah. Metzger. Kurt Metzger's White Precious is one of the best, I think. Yeah, Metzger, like, uh, I haven't seen... And I ha- like, I love Tim Dillon, but I haven't seen really much of his stand-up oh well uh, we did yeah. yeah we were there and uh <laughs> corporate wrote, told him that he was ken lay's son <laughs> do you know who do you know who ken lay is nah he was the enron you remember the enron CEO. scandal ah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was who who killed himself he killed himself on a bunch of train tracks this happened when we were kids <laughs> he said he, you were his son yeah and he, he goes, no, you're yeah. not. <laughs> and then he didn't go along with the bit. He pussed it out. No, he's like, are you really? And I was like, no. You should have been like, yes, you fucking idiot. Did he smash Tim Dillon? Oh, yes, dude, he, he, le- he leveled it. He leveled yeah. the room. He was he's like, fucking amazing. He's, he's Chris Farley, but better. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's Chris Farley with actual things to say that yeah with actual like meaning behind what he's saying he's not just like some corporate shill he's a fucking dude who's actually red pilling everybody yeah i like uh i like colin quinn doug stanhope all these sorts of guys bill burr yeah you like norm mcdonald yeah love norm yeah Uh, i like all the americans the americans are the only guys i really mean you don't like jimmy fallon (laughs) it's like does anyone find that motherfucker funny no there's no way not like unless he was it, watching late night shows like what the fuck fat, fat fat housewives on handfuls of prozac and xanax yeah you look it in the market. mirror yeah hey, what's a k-hole <laughs> i've never been in an actual k-hole i have it's like you are like sunk into like whatever you're in you can't move and i've had i've had that semi had that and like you're like in a different world and it's like not uh, not fun uh like everything's kind of like like in real like it's hard to describe because like when you're on mushrooms like you have like all these thoughts that are like you know positive and stuff like that everything's kind of fragmented like where uh nothing in life like makes sense like like you're like why couldn't i be like a baseball player one day and like a like a lawyer the next like nothing about life seems like tangible on like yeah but like, that's only if you're not, doing it recreationally right yeah like, if it's ha- in a controlled environment like it's because they're starting to use ket- ketamine to like treat you know yeah depression and chronic pain and stuff my mate just had a uh, leg surgery and he had ketamine tapped tapped to his fucking arm yeah and he said he said after about two or three days of just taking ketamine every couple of hours he's like it it got too much for him he's just like and he's and he's a big (laughs) drug guy too i believe it well it's a so wait the doctors were like prescribing it to him no it's it was you know how you have that buzzer the yeah Oh, like, so it's like morphine, like, right? Like morphine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead of more, they had him. They had him on. I think they had him on morphine, but it wasn't working. And then some hippie sort of fucking nurse came in and hooked him up to ketamine. <laughs> She's and, like, "You fancy a trance? Of the trance? <laughs> we got something new that just came out. You, you fancy a psychedelic experience for your yeah. pain? Yeah. And he was, 
he was very happy about it because he, he loves Kay anyway. So wait, but, uh, so wait, so do you get the same kind of like it's buzz painful. that you get on like when they're when you're coming off of opiates and they give you that medication and you mad hallucinate? No, no, yeah, no, no, think- no, no, no. It's not like that at all. Uh, what? It, 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 it is. It's a psychedelic painkiller, which for me. Those are my favorite things. <laughs> like oh, I love okay. psychedelics I and I love painkillers. So like when you take small doses, it's like kind of like being drunk a little bit. You take more, you start to kind of feel all gumby and you're, yeah, you kind of get like, you kind of get like a little fishbowl kind of eyes a little bit. Like, like, it, yeah, you go into SpongeBob's of, world pretty much. Kind, well, it kind of is like you're underwater a little bit it's kind of odd and then if you do more like you start to like like start tripping for real and yeah things like like it's a it's a dissociative kind of psychedelic experience it's not like you're thinking about like oneness with the world and stuff like that it i don't know yeah. well I, i'm not doing a very good no, job explaining it no no that, that's about right it's a very hard thing <laughs> hey very hard to explain because it's it's got elements of like it sort of has elements of like ecstasy and a little bit of like psychic, like acid in there and then disjointed, yeah. disjointed, like speedy vibe to it as well. Sounds it's, awesome. Yeah. Like, like if it's you take a drug. little bit, yeah, it is. When you take a little bit, it's kind of like in it, like an alcohol psychedelic upper feel a little bit. You're like more yeah. talkative. Well, that's probably like the medicinal dose. Let's be real. <laughs> Well, every dose but the K-hole dose is fucking great. So I say sign up for it. Yeah. <laughs> right right at the edge of that K-hole, you can you can feel if you go a little bit further, you're fucked. Yeah. Because you like permanently <laughs> No, well, I, I, they give you they give you large doses for surgery as well. They use yeah. it in the war. Yeah, it's an anesthetic. Like, uh, yeah. it, it's almost the same drug as PCP. Yeah, it's, okay. but like yeah, PCP it, usually makes you real violent. Yeah, but it's like a couple isomers away from it. Like, it's gotcha. the same class of drugs. Like, I guess PCP, if you do too much, like, you don't have this sunk into your chair. You can't move things. You can go move trucks. <laughs> I've watched a, uh, a guy beat up five cops on pcp it was pretty impressive and then he got that's, shot that's and died. cool then he got shot. <laughs> that's what he that's what we should we, we should go yeah. to, i've never so, done pc i've never done pcp i don't know if you you have oil i think i accidentally did it in vegas i think someone uh, I, I went to buy coke of someone just some random dude on the street and he gave me some white powder and we started doing it and we were like, this is dud shit. This Wait, like right on the strip, you were like just, just snorting lines? Yeah, we just went behind it somewhere. Yeah. And like a mil- find a dumpster. Never buy yeah. drugs. Never buy Wait, drug you did it with strip. the dealer? No, 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 no. It was me and a couple of mates. We did oh, it. Like- oh, I thought you were just going there by yourself. I learned my lesson about which buying. I mean I wouldn't be judging you because I've been there. No, no. <laughs> so, okay, so, uh, so what happened to Vegas? What'd you end up doing? Did you get a bunch of like did you go to Spearmint Rhino or uh or Sapphire? It's fucking fire what, there, man. What did we do? We fucking um after we did that, we went a little bit insane and we all sort of split up. I there was three of us. One of our mates went 
almost completely insane and he he disappeared for like nine hours did he go lose his entire like savings and just playing like high stakes poker (laughs) probably talked to a brick wall he actually he actually we were we were crossing a bridge somewhere these are all very faded memories (laughs) yeah obviously all right this is going to get graphic but uh we were crossing a bridge somewhere and this uh hooker approached us and then just pulled her underwear to the side and said, do you want some of that? And (laughs) this is not abnormal in Vegas. What time was this at? This was daylight. I I remember it being daylight. (laughs) Okay. It might be a little bit abnormal. And then, and then it was, it was one of the weirdest looking fucking pussies I've ever seen in my entire life. It freaked me out. (laughs) I think it might have been a tranny. I have no fucking idea. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. And my mate, and my mate was now like, we're getting yeah. cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> my mate was like, "Yeah, all right, let's go." And he walked off with her. Well, what happened? Know. What did he say that happened? He he denied it, but yeah, he, he denies shit like that. Oh, okay, so uh, you just saw him go off together, but you don't know what happened. Nah, but he definitely fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Actually, this is is what fucking happened in Vegas. Uh, We were leaving. It was like 8 o'clock in the morning and we'd parked somewhere because we didn't even get a hotel room. We're just like, we'll sleep in the fucking car. And uh, we went to walk to where we'd parked the car, some other hotel, and all the streets were blocked off. Uh, Police running up and down each street and we crossed the road and we were stuck on this little island. Oh, like, you were there for the big shooting then? No, no. Obama was in town. So, oh. yeah. So we're, we're, we're hungover as shit, probably done PCP. And we're on this, on the nature strip for maybe like two and a half hours. They wouldn't let us cross the road to get the thing. We had no water. We were dying. And then Obama we're like where the fuck is this guy and he came out the street we were actually standing on and he waved at us and we were like fuck you man <laughs> we don't give a Did shit you yell? he's he's like he, we were the first people he would have seen he waved at us and me and my mate were like we didn't even wave we're like yeah we're on PCP. <laughs> we don't care about you we don't More cr- you're the More reason criminal. we're so thirsty <laughs> yeah not that no, I would have given a fuck. Dude, that reminds me of Vegas. It's the first time everyone out there, we were like 21. And <laughs> this is before we did drugs. I went to a small, like private, uh, you know, Baptist college. So I, but I was not in that mold. My friends came from that mold, however. So a lot of them were little, they all married, you know, people in their, that they lost their virginity to in college, right? So that's okay. just that's like the sheltered conservatives these are my friends and uh basically we were all there i'm there you know there's five of us we all take southwest and we're there for about two nights but the second night we we didn't have any money we showed up each with like 500 dollars. one one guy had a trust fund so he kept he probably lost about 30 grand (laughs) i lost about 700 bucks but like it wasn't they 
I was up and I had paid for my trip. <laughs> the first night we get there, I get on like a 37 roll heater at the Bellagio. It's like unheard of. <laughs> People are cheering me. They're kissing me on the lips. There's this guy from Jersey. He's like, I'm, I'm paying you to hang around with me all weekend. Yeah. I'm like, this is the first time I've ever been here. Jerk off. And they just fucking throw the dice. I was throwing them off the table. They're all laughing. Usually that's a big faux pas. And I was just throwing them behind my back. Like, and I was like hitting every number. I was hitting them all twice. I made guy like 25 grand. He tips me like 200 bucks. I was like, that's it? <laughs> he throws me like two 100 chips after he makes about 25 grand on my rolls. I was like, appreciate it, man. <laughs> so then we went and got the buffet and I paid. And uh, we stayed at the airport because we didn't want to pay for a second night at the hotel. And we were so fucked up. And I'm walking around the airport. There's a great video of it somewhere uh, where I'm looking for a phone charger, but I'm also trying to order food, but I'm like so incoherent. I don't even know where the fuck I am because I haven't slept in about 36 hours. And literally there's a picture of me sleeping in the Southwest line from five through 10. And there's people on the first flight out to Burbank that are lined up around my body. <laughs> like <laughs> They didn't even wake me up. They just lined up around me. And uh, that was my first Vegas experience. Really oh, I, Vegas feels like a setup. Yeah. Vegas it's was a massive. One, Vegas was one and done for me. I'll, I'll tell yeah, my story. I don't ever want to go back there or New Orleans. I have no reason to go back there. Listen to, to my little spiel on Vegas. So I went yeah. to for buddy's bachelor party and we had a quarter ounce of Coke. So we were doing That's Coke. It? Well, for the day. <laughs> so <laughs> to get started. <laughs> so we were doing lines in like until like two o'clock in the morning and I wanted to buy painkillers. So I did what Boyle did and uh we went down the strip and I found this guy and he's like, Yeah, I can get you hydrocodone. And I'm like, All right, all right. So I split off from my friends and he's like, Okay, sit here. So I sit next to a black hooker who's like, I guess he was probably a pimp. And I sit with her for like two hours. Wait, so a black like, hooker or a black pimp? And why does them being black matter? Black lives matter. Go on. I, I sit with her for like two hours. I'm like, where is this guy? And uh, she's like, he'll, he'll be here. He'll be here. I'm like, all right. He finally shows up. He's like, okay, let's go to your room and do the deal. I'm like, well, where are the drugs? She's like, I'll show him when he gets to your room. I'm like, I want to see the drugs. He's like, when you get there. And one of his buddies comes and we get to my hotel room and I'm, I'm gacked up. So I just want the pills. I was like, whatever. So we get there and he's like, okay, where's the money? I'm like, where are the drugs? And he's like, okay, let me count them out in the bathroom. I'm like, let me watch you count them. And I was like, oh no. And he's like, no. And I'm like, I'm fucked. Cause I'm in the room of two like big Jack black dudes and uh yeah and he like i i'm like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get rolled and uh i'm like okay where are the pills and there's like two crumpled up like paper towels in there and i grab them and there's nothing in there i'm like you motherfuckers and like and there's like where's my money and and i'm all coked up so i fucking level the dude and then the other guy and then the other dude knocks me the fuck out. <laughs> and I'm like on the ground. This is five o'clock in the morning by then. And the guys were like headed out and they ran so fast when the guy like left his hat. And my friends were still up. So like I'm bleeding 
and like i'm like shirtless and i walk to my friend's room and they're like what happened to you and i'm like yeah i just got rolled fortunately they only stole like 300 bucks from me and i had like two grand like hidden but yeah in like your shoe (laughs) so when they knocked you out did they just rifle through your pockets yeah pretty much yeah Okay. They, yeah. they take your they, phone? No, I got lucky. They only took the cash because, like, I was like yelling loud. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, they knew that, like, they had to just, like, knock my ass out and get the fuck so out what, of there. It was because... like, so that they, you knocked, you punched that one dude. Did it knock him out? No. <laughs> that, 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 like, I'm sure he was hurting the next day, he but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my bitch ass. Like white boy coke energy was still not enough to. Uh, this probably wasn't the worst he got hit. This. Uh, yeah. How many that, times that are you going to uh, get injured because of your search for drugs? Oh, dude, you dude, I, I have I have to be a cat. Like, like the fucked up Friday story on B- Boyle's podcast almost died. Then the overdose that i almost oh yeah if you don't uh, if you go subscribe to boyle's podcast right now and listen to that the, the latest fucked up friday is a good one it is and boyle does this thing where he talks, <laughs> he, he reads his user stories every week <laughs> they just provide him the content which is great how many of those are you saying they're made up uh, how many are sent in that are made up no 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 how many have you done that you've done personally but you're like this person sent it to me because <laughs> i would do that all the time <laughs> oh i oh, i want to do a couple <laughs> i want to do a couple that are my stories but they're they involve my mates and they'll definitely listen to it and call you out yeah but more more worried about other people recognizing who they are in the podcast so i'd have oh. to oh you I, just create a fake name yeah that's what i'll have to do but uh, i haven't done any of that yet yeah the way you get around it is you just say a homeless guy told you that yeah or i'll just say someone from texas yeah there you go <laughs> this crazy law dog <laughs> can only be some guy from texas <laughs> oh man well boil i don't i don't want to take your whole day what time is it in india Fuck, I don't know now. 11 or something? Uh, quarter past 10? You about to head to Domino's? I'm definitely, I was thinking that while in between, uh, in between Zooms, I was like, could I get a Domino's for lunch? <laughs> Nothing's stopping me. <laughs> do they even have like that, do they have the fixings and the, they don't have ranch over there. Do they, they, they even know what ranch is? Nah, oh, they do. The thing is with India, so many, so many people from India go overseas, like to Australia, US, Europe, and then come back. So they're pretty Western. It, it's a, it's a pretty decent mix, especially in Bangalore. But anywhere else in Bangalore, Mumbai, Delhi, a little bit, but everywhere else is pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's almost I mean, like, like, what do you see over there? What's the craziest thing? You, you posted a video and I reposted it on my Instagram and they banned me or they, they, that was misinformation or it was inappropriate because it was like a oh, snake. Yeah, that, <laughs> tell, well, tell, tell them what you saw. There's a place, there's a place in India called Varanasi. And that is, that's where the Ganga is, the Ganges. And um, that's where all the Hindus make pilgrimages to go there it's the most spiritual place in india 
So people go there to die. So people. Uh, well, yeah, they drink the water. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's their um, that's their suicide. But um, yeah. So people go there to die, and there's people dying in the streets, and there's bodies burning there constantly. Jesus Christ. So you just stand there, and you watch a body just burn. To, from that's wild you're like walking down the street you're like mm, someone's cooking i've seen that though <laughs> yeah. that monk in vietnam he set himself on fire it was in time magazine but yeah, this that's is on like the rage that's on the rage against the machine album yeah great yeah. album by the way but they yep. do but they like in varanasi you'll see a big group of people walking down the street sing, doing some chants and shit like that and they'll, they'll just say there's 15 of them they'll be bouncing up and down the street they'll be carrying the dead body they'll take it down to like a pyre or something like that chuck it on some wood and then you just sit there and watch the dead body burn and then uh, they also put it on like a little wooden raft they set the body on fire and then just send it down the the ganges have you paid have you paid for a snake charmer a snake charmer yeah in in um for, like Morocco. to make the cobras dance have you got to see that yet i saw that in morocco oh, that's cool that was in morocco but i haven't seen i haven't seen it here no or have you seen any um what about the guy that's the indian witch doctor then they go and touch his penis and they're cured <laughs> <laughs> i want to see <laughs> he, he, he's all booked out dude that sounds like a good you, is he is he coming under your hmo <laughs> you could yeah, be a knock be a knock oh, wait, you don't even know what an hmo Australia. is do you you all have socialized healthcare, right in australia yeah. <laughs> yeah we do it's pretty good though i haven't but, had healthcare since they kicked me off my parents plan yeah it's i don't have healthcare here so well i didn't uh, imagine there is there is no such thing <laughs> there's if, if there, you can't even even if i did have healthcare here at the moment i can't get into a hospital where are you gonna go right aren't the hospitals like overpacked Not i'm gonna crazy. have to yeah yeah you can't even if you even if you know someone now you can't get into the bus yeah hospital. dude it's gonna be if y'all get sick you're it's the oregon trail that's just the end of the road but ryan's had the vaccine so do you want to yeah. come, come do you want to come over to india test out the vaccine? <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll just give him some of his blood man you, you know i'll tell them if they touch my penis they get the vaccine <laughs> I bet you, you anyone... have miles and miles in California, baby. <laughs> Wrapped around the block for you. I bet... ra raking in rupees. <laughs> I bet you. Oh, anyone... wait, briefly, Boyle, before we leave. Yep. How... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, sorry. no, I was just going to say, I bet you anyone who's taken the vaccine, if you gave them a free ticket to India, they would not fucking come. <laughs> they would not fucking they come. They can all come, please. I wish they would start offering that. They can all go there. It's great. Want to roll the dice with the vaccine? It yeah, go to India. It's not, the vaccine's not working here at all. Oh, you everyone, can't say that. You can't every, say that. Now we're canceled. <laughs> everyone, everyone who gets it is still getting COVID. And then they did... Yeah. They, they did the, the beautiful pivot. They, their pivot was the vaccine doesn't protect you from COVID-19. It just lessens the symptoms. 
Yeah, that, that seems it. to be the science behind it, but you're not allowed to question yeah. it, man. So uh, do you, you got fined for not wearing a mask in your car. How many rupees? That was, how much was it? That was 250 rupees, so five bucks. <laughs> five bucks Australian, which is three Wait, so tell, tell, tell us briefly about getting pulled over by the cops in India and how that goes. Uh, so we were in the car. I haven't been wearing a mask regardless. <laughs> you whether I'm, Whether I'm in the fucking car or not. <laughs> hey, man, it's still rebellious in Texas, bro. It's that deep. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, dangerous it's here. It's dangerous here. <laughs> um... So we were in the car and we were just driving to a restaurant. This is, I think, about three or four weeks ago now. The Domino's? <laughs> no, but lunchtime. Don't worry. Oh, um, and we were just turning the corner and they just have cops everywhere because it's it's a grift for them. The cops just keep the money. Right. right? They're just trying to pull over everyone. So Same there was a as cop America. On... <laughs> yeah. So the, the cop, uh, there was a cop on the corner and we would drop, we turned the corner. I didn't have my mask on. We made eye contact and I'm like, fuck, he saw me. And then he blew his whistle to warn the other cop down the road. I quickly put my mask on and yeah, I didn't get away with it. And they just find, then there was- Do they have truck. guns in India? Do they have guns? Some cops do, not all of them. They have- so they just have like whatever they might have, but it's not like government issued. They have wooden batons and they're not afraid to use them. And oh, they so don't... It's, like the, it's like the UK. Yeah, and and no one's asking them why you use the baton on that person. They just fucking use it and that's it. Yeah, I saw a video coming out early in Corona. They invented a contraption and it was like a metal contraption that was like six feet away, but it could clamp a potential criminal in like their clamps and they put them in a truck if they were violating social distancing. Yeah, it's it's pretty it is pretty crazy here at the moment. Yeah, man, that's wild. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we'll let you go. We'll let you get get on with your day. But I, thanks thank for having you. me, guys. Hopefully, I can get over to fucking Texas sometime yeah. soon. Oh, dude, we yeah, want dude. you. Well, if we get if we get any money out of this, the first thing that we're gonna spend it on is getting you a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> because yeah, that's be gonna honest. be uh we'll just start and then you'll never go home you'll just start doing gigs and then you'll end up in like kansas city yeah just looking to adopt me boys because <laughs> I, yeah you know I, what that's gonna go for a lot of money anyone that lives in texas that just wants to adopt people <laughs> I'll, I'll adopt you like the same day i have my first kid so twins yeah, <laughs> so y'all so, could be twinsies when's your kid due uh december 6th Let's uh, go, baby. All right. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you for hanging uh, there. Boyle, yeah, how can the people follow you if they want yeah. to? Just hit me up on social media. Just Boyle Comedy on all the fucking platforms. E O Y L E. Uh, yeah, comedy. And follow, follow my podcast. Listen to the podcast. I'm quitting alcohol. Just type that in, you'll find it. And yeah, yeah, man. Are you still well, doing the so oppr uh, oppression tr chamber? Uh, that's that's still up there, but yeah, haven't done one yet. I'll probably do a Zoom pretty soon. So yeah, the oppression chamber as well. You have to download yeah. Zoom first. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, Boyle, thank you so much, man. And yeah, like, dude. Uh, keep keep Thanks. keep the faith over there, man. Y'all y'all just keep uh keep taking it day by day. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I can't relate to your existence at all at this moment. Um, but I truly. I do empathize with you and and tell your wife 
um, you know, to, to wish her my condolences, please. You know, obviously yeah, like it's not a, it's not a, a laughing matter when family members die. So it's just, it's crazy. Nah. Uh, it's hopefully crazy, we can yeah. get this shit under control and, and fucking some semblance of, of like, you know a three-dimensional sphere again i don't know but yeah. thanks very thanks for thanks for doing what you do and and really you're hilarious and thank you for taking the time with us too fucking nobodies and uh <laughs> we really it appreciate fun. it man it was fun god <laughs> all right man we'll see yeah. we'll see you yeah, next we'll do time it again we'll yeah do it. hell yeah that sounds great brother well thank you and uh all the way from where was it in india bangalore bangalore everyone look it up yeah. do your due diligence see what uh, you need to check up the, if they can find can they find the dominoes on google maps fuck i can't even find the dominoes on google maps <laughs> <laughs> i love how you go drive around but you would immediately get lost if you didn't have your wife with you yeah i did another one the other day and it was the same thing fuck every <clears throat> anyway that will be coming out as well Awesome. All right. Well, guys, check out Boyle Comedy. Thank you, David. Thank you for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Thanks. Talk soon. Yeah, stay safe, brother. Have a good weekend. You too. All right, guys. Bye-bye.